Spirituality 101 The Hidden Truth About Spirituality This is the 33-degree Masonic knowledge that I'm about to share with you today. I'm your host, Basie Francis, and you're listening to Spiritual Rebirth in Human Anatomy Podcast. In spirituality, most persons are interested in finding their true life's purpose. Whereas to some, they really don't care. They take life just the way it is, and they're stuck with the same mentality about life just as they've been told or taught. These kind of beings are people who really wander to and fro the earth with the same old beliefs, mentality, and mindset. Frankly speaking, they don't care about evolving. They're scared of making changes. They don't want to change, and certainly they don't like when people change. Now, when certain things happen to us, what we typically fail to acknowledge is finding the meaning why it happened to us. Whether good or bad, nothing happens by what we know as mistake. There is no mistake nor coincidence. Everything happened to us and for us. It's divinely orchestrated to happen that way, be it good or bad. When we fail to find the true meaning of these events, it's because our minds has been coded deeply by the rulers of the matrix to believe that certain bad things that we might have experienced in the past or currently experiencing at the moment happen because that's how life goes anyway at them because that's how life goes anyway. Definitely, it's not something to take so seriously. With that kind of mindset, we're slowly and steadily embracing disaster, and we don't even know it. I know for sure that certain things happen to us, and for us, because supernatural beings' forces are in control of these events. We are in control of our lives, but we're not in control of the outcome of lives. Now, reason with me. Let's connect to one mind as I give you an example why I said so. Just imagine a young man-woman who planned on leaving home to work around 8 in the morning with hopes of returning back to their family and kids. Now, the sad news came in that they were involved in a ghastly motor accident that evening. Again, remember that they had intentions of returning back to their little kids that same day. The question is, what will you say happened? Uh, their enemies attacked them. Or B, God wasn't protecting them. I know everyone will come up with different ideas and explanation for that sad event. But the truth is, that was fated to happen that way. So whether you say God wasn't protecting them or their enemies attacked them, you also have a point, but certainly you need to understand that God is the creator of all things and he's the protector of his people. In this world, no one is exempted from death. We'd all die, doesn't matter if you're good or bad. Now believe me when I say this, and I know many all reading this won't agree with me, but I don't really care if you agree or not. I'd speak the truth that you need to know. This earth is called a threed, which means third dimension. Now in physics, we have the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth dimension, and all of that. Now understand that we are multidimensional beings, and this is not where we only exist. If you doubt me, ask yourself, where do you go to when you dream? When we dream, we travel to what we call as dreamland. And to us that are spiritual beings, we call it astral projection or ascension. When our physical bodies sleep, the subconscious mind never sleeps. It automatically starts ascending. That's why we slowly fall asleep. That process of falling asleep, we know as dozing off only exists in the physical realm. When we doze off, the subconscious mind takes over the conscious mind. That's why when we sleep, we barely know what's going on around us. When we leave this earth, we move to the next place of existence. In Christian mythology, we call this place a place of eternal rest. This is where we'd be resting until the Lord comes and we are judged. Inside the eternal gate, if a being makes it past these gates, our soul family are waiting for us to take us home. 
Now let me give a clear picture of how the spirit realm looks like. When a being dies, note that it is just the physical body that died and the soul still lives forever. When we leave this body, we move to the spirit world. It's very fast. We travel faster than the speed of light. It's like one moment we are here on earth and we close our eyes only to wake up in a different place entirely. Just in a blink of an eye, inside these gates of eternal life, there are so many people on the other side. There are houses too. The spirit world is just like the physical world. I can't really see any difference. So when we lose a loved one, either father, mother, relative, or sibling, I know it hurts and we cry. But that deceased one in the spirit realm is happy. Happy not in the sense that he or she left without saying goodbye, but happy in the sense of they're in a place where there's no pain and sickness. Everyone is totally free. And to the family of that deceased person, they're stuck in tears and pain. And I know it hurts because I've lost someone so very close to me. And that is my lovely auntie who means so much to me. She's some I love and cherish so much, but her death was something I never expected so soon. Exposing myself to spirituality isn't by accident. I was designed and sent to do this even before I realized who I was. All I experienced wasn't a mistake. God planned it and wrote it that way. It was written that I will be betrayed by my family members and friends in this lifetime. And when I realized that, when God showed me what I was meant to do in life, I was tremendously overwhelmed. I was tremendously overwhelmed. I thought I had wasted time, but he said to me that I'm just in time that nothing was lost and I wasn't late. He said to me that I should go and tell people about his son, Jesus, and while doing so, I should be authentic and stand in my truth without fear. Now pay attention if you have a loved one who's deceased that you so dearly miss. What you feel is their absence here on earth, but what you don't know is that they are still in existence and they are also one of your guardian angel. One thing you should do is pay attention to your inner voice and trust your inner knowing and guts. How do you connect with your guardian angel and other to hear and speak with them? One, get rid of fear. When dealing with spiritual beings, what they don't like is the fact we freak out so much when they are near us. The only way to identify if you have an angel or demon near you is by paying attention to your intuition and your feelings. If an angel is around you, you'd feel this warmth tingling around your body and you'd feel at peace. There's no confusion or fear when an angel is around you or speaking to you. If you pay attention, you can differentiate between fear and peace of mind. The Bible says that God has given us the power of love and sound mind. So when your mind isn't at peace, you're overthinking and doubting. That is not God. That is not God. That is a demon and you should rebuke that spirit at once. Two, stay prayed up. This is something I want to really address my fellow youths about, and that is the aspect of not wanting to pray. Well, in this world, things have totally changed. The world has totally become tanks more evil and wicked than it was. And to stay alive in today's world, you need to pray. Now, if you're someone who wakes up in the middle of the night around 3 a.m., 5 a.m., there are two things involved. It's either you're a spiritual person or you're under spiritual warfare. Either way, you need to pray because that's God waking you up to pray to Him because you don't know or see what's going on behind the scenes. So you need to gear up and pray. Never go back to sleep. You're only giving the devil more victory. 3. Trust your gut's instincts. When you don't trust and listen to your inner voice, 9-10 you will always get caught in the wrong things. When something feels off and doesn't feel right with someone, pay attention to how you feel and obey what it tells you. Sometimes you might be in a place where the energy feels like something's not right. 
you should leave that place immediately because your soul isn't comfortable with that place that you're in. Our guardian angel has the responsibility for making sure we are always protected and safe from evil. This is a divine instruction from God, and He specifically handpicked and assigned your angels to you. This simply means that you have the full permission to instruct your angels to move and shifty things on your behalf. Your angels are also responsible for taking your prayers up to heaven. That's why your prayers always get answered, simply because your angels take your prayers to heaven. This is no joke. It is biblically proven. Why is 3M, 5M important, you may ask? Sure, I tell you. 3M, C, 5M are very powerful hours of the day that spiritual forces are in control. This is called the witchy hour. This is where sacrifices are being done. This is when evil people move around looking for whom to kill and destroy their homes. So as a young man or woman, always learn to pray. Pray, ooh. Pray, because the devil will confuse and distract you with Instagram and other social media apps. Whereas in the realm of the spirit, your enemies are celebrating and exchanging your destiny. I know you might say God is protecting us. Blah, blah, blah. Just keep quiet and pray. Why did Jesus, even as the Son of God, knowing He is powerful, still made out time to pray? Simply because with prayer, things are shaken up for your greatest good. It is through prayer that God fights and protects you. It is through prayer that our request is being granted. So snap out of that lame mindset and start praying. Now whether you're a Mason, spiritual practitioner or not, there are two major categories of spirituality that you must understand. Spirituality is divided into two major practices, namely divinity, which is the light, and satanic, which is the dark. We talk about that in a moment. When you're said to be a child of God, you're obligated to do one thing, and that is to worship God in truth spirit. Spirituality over the past decades or years was somewhat that's been done only by those who are called on pulpits, eh? the pastors, ministers, reverend fathers, etc. So the knowledge wasn't as vast as it is now. Over the years, most of our parents were also spiritual, and we don't know it. Some of our parents have spiritual gifts of seeing visions and having prophetic dreams, etc. Some of them use these gifts of visions and dreams to protect their families. I know my parents also gifts of clairvoyant, clairdient, etc. These gifts the Lord had given to them. They used it for the benefit of protecting their families through prayers and praying against the attacks of the enemy. When you're gifted spiritually, you're not meant to fit in with the crowd. You're called and set apart for a reason and whether you choose to believe it or not. You have a call and a mission on earth that you must fulfill with God. Let's go back to the Bible and look at the story of Jonah and the fish. According to the Bible, Jonah was a man that the Lord had chosen for a mission to deliver a message. Even though Jonah kept ignoring and running away from the call, he eventually landed in the belly of the fish. And the funny aspect is that even inside the bell of the fish, he didn't die. That was where he asked God for forgiveness and accepted to obey what the Lord had asked him to do. This story of Jonah in the Bible tells us one thing and that is as a chosen one. We can't run from what we've appointed to do. I get the fact that not all are chosen. Many are called, but a few are chosen. Nevertheless, that doesn't mean that all of us don't have a call. Either chosen or not, we all have a call in our lives. Now, some people decide to follow God by answering their call, whereas others choose to ignore God, and that leads to Number two, which is the dark aspect of spirituality when people don't know God and trust in His ways and plans. We tend to divert our attention to the things of the world, and these things often lead us lusting after the flesh. 
These things could be in the form of money-hungry, power-hungry, sex addiction, all kind of things. The devil paints all kind of illusions and mind games just to keep people in chains and bound to him. When we put pleasure and power before God, we've automatically made that thing our God. Now this is where things become serious. Due to the excessive hunger for power, money, and fame, people tend to sell their souls for these cheap material things by making sacrifices to lower entities and deities to bless them only for a short period of time. Yes, a short period of time, and this is what these satanic practitioners won't tell you. If Satan blesses you with fame and fortune with his right hand, he takes your life with his left hand. He takes your life in the long run, and that is pure facts. So why would someone go to the devil for blessing just for a short period of time and then pay with your life afterwards? This is a mystery that we yet do not understand. Every day, there are spiritual transactions that's going on just like the physical realm. When a spiritual transaction has been done, it involves buying and selling, rebirth and death, upgrades and downgrades. And I'd explain that in a moment. Buying and selling, buying and selling has been conducted in the spiritual realm. This includes destines and fortunes of people. Whether you believe it or not, these things happen. Death, rebirth. Everyday people die, everyday children are born. When it involves spiritual transformation of a being, it's called death and rebirth because the old you dies and the new you has been born. Upgrades, downgrades. This involves spiritual gifts. When you have spiritual gifts and you use it for the purpose of helping humanity and being of service to the Most High, these gifts oftentimes undergo certain upgrades. That's why you can see someone who's born with a gift of seeing vision and at certain point in his or her life, these gifts could be upgraded and that person who has that vision could as well start hearing clearly in all of that. In conclusion, I believe that you know what it means to be a spiritual being and by the grace of God, I believe he's speaking to you through me right this minute, right here and right now. I am just a vessel for God's kingdom and purposes, and he sent me to earth to awaken people, expose and destroy the kingdom of darkness. The devil fought me over and over again just to make sure I don't put out this message. My life has always been different and hard as a child. I wasn't raised all perfect as a child. I came from a broken home filled with conflicts and chaos. I never experienced the best parental love and care because the devil would always try to cause havoc between my mom and dad and they always fight in front of their kid. Watching my parents fight broke me into pieces. I barely know how to love and be loved because I never had one as a child. But today the story is different. The person you see today is a different man entirely. And that's because God stepped in and saved my life from destruction. So here's my encouragement to the person reading this. You might not have experienced the best life in the past, your past was only meant to put you in the right path. Your past is temporary and it cannot define what God has in place for you ahead. All you need to do is come back to him right here and right now. I promise you, you cannot regret your decision to follow Christ. Are you ready to accept him? Say this prayer with me, Heavenly Father. Thank you for loving me despite my ways and my actions to neglect you. You never cease to change your perspective towards me. I am truly sorry that I've been chasing the wrong people and things that I neglected to put you first. Father, teach me your ways and draw me closer to you. I accept your Son, Jesus Christ, today and I want your Holy Spirit dwelling in me. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, Amen. If you truly said that prayer, welcome to the light, my dearest friend. All you need to do is simple. Just get yourself a Bible if you don't have a personal Bible for yourself and start reading. 
Don't worry where to start reading and how you'd get along. Just open your Bible and listen to your inner voice. The Spirit of God will lead you from there.